To know a poem by heart is to own a great work of art forever. So said Michael Gove when he was Secretary of State for Education. And I have always loved being able to recall favourite poems and pieces of text throughout my life. This was the original reason I had for developing a technique of learning word for word, rather than the old way of just repeating the piece until it was familiar. Even then, I found that over time I had forgotten much that I had previously painstakingly committed to memory. So, yes, along with most of the population, I knew to be or not to be, that is the question. Just as most of us know the Battle of Hastings, 1066. But after that, very little. Once I had started to learn about mnemonics, I was able to solve the latter problem and learn and remember much more about the Battle of Hastings. When artists were born and died, the periodic table, and anything else that took my fancy. But nothing out there could tell me about how to learn word for word, which was necessary for poetry and famous speeches. So I developed my own technique, which I then went on to teach actors and for anyone wishing to learn speeches or poetry for pleasure. This is a speech by Titania from A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. I chose it because so many people think of Shakespeare as hard, but it demonstrates how beautifully he constructs his text, and you'll see how you can build the skeleton or scaffolding of a speech using numbering with no effort at all. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. Once you have the corners and the sides done and you have sorted out the main colours, it is so much easier to concentrate on the remaining difficult bits. In a speech, number the thoughts of the character, not the lines, because just as in a book, these are the points that are being made, one after the other. Hence the value of consecutive numbering. However unsure you may be of the individual words, you will not lose your way. You will also know that a magic potion put on her eyes and wakes from sleep to see Bottom the weaver. He is unaware that he has been given a donkey's head by Puck and is unimpressed when Titania falls violently in love with him. He just wants to leave the wood, but she is equally determined that he will stay with her. Titania Thou art as wise as thou art beautiful. Bottom Not so neither, but if I had wit enough to get out of this wood, 
I have enough to serve mine own turn. Now comes the speech that I would like you to learn. Out of this wood do not desire to go. Thou shalt remain here, whether thou wilt or no. I am a spirit of no common rate. The summer still doth tend upon my state. And I do love thee. Therefore, go with me. I'll give thee fairies to attend on thee, and they shall fetch thee jewels from the deep and sing while thou on pressed flowers dost sleep. And I will purge thy mortal grossness so that thou shalt like an airy spirit go. Peace blossom, cobweb, moth, and mustard seed Out of this wood do not desire to go. Thou shalt remain here, whether thou wilt or no. One. Wood. Her first thought is that he is not to leave the wood. The remainder of the sentence is just elaborating on that fact. He is not leaving the wood whether he wants to or not. Visualise a wood. And if you are using the rhyming numerical technique, a sun or bun, then you could have Titania hang buns on the trees of a wood. I am a spirit of no common rate. The summer still doth tend upon my state. Her second thought is to describe who she is, a spirit, and how important she is, again elaborating on the fact that she is a spirit. Two, spirit. Visualise a shoe for two and have Titania pour spirit, vodka, brandy or whiskey into it for them both to drink. The reason for using the drink for spirit is that your brain may want to substitute fairy and this forces you to get the exact word. Her third thought is the most important for her and where Shakespeare strengthens the most important part of the plot. And I do love thee. Three, love. She loves him. 
I have always found it difficult to fix on a strong image for love, and have finally settled a nice solid picture of a heart-shaped box of chocolates. Visualize a big box of chocolates in the shape of a heart, hanging on a tree, and have Titania give it to Bottom. Therefore, go with me. I'll give thee fairies to attend on thee, and they shall fetch thee jewels from the deep, and sing, whilst thou on pressed flowers dost sleep. The most complicated part of the speech, but when you dissect it, it is just about the fairies, and then describes what they can do for him. So four is fairies. Visualize a door, four, and a load of fairies hammering to get in. Always exaggerate. And I will purge thy mortal grossness so, that thou shalt like an airy spirit go. Just like a woman, she immediately wants to change him. And this is a very funny couplet with the idea of Bottom as an airy spirit. Purge is the key word because it describes what she will do to him for him to become an airy spirit. Purge means the removal of something undesirable and it's used in medicine to cause a copious evacuation of the bowels. It could be a difficult word to remember, as it's a verb, and so a noun that sounds like it, such as a large purse, which sounds like purge. Five is hive, so fill the purse with honey. Five, purge. Peas blossom, cobweb, moth and mustard seed. Use acronyms. A PC, personal computer. And chocolate M&Ms, PC, M&M. Have the fairies beating the PC with a stick. Six. If you know the play, then you'll probably remember the names. If not, just cover the PC with peas, blossom and cobwebs. And have a moth feeding on a mountain of M&Ms covered with a generous dollop of mustard. PC, M&M, six. I think you will have no trouble in remembering the construction of this speech with no sense of having learned it. Look for your image for number one, bun, and you will see a wood festooned with buns. Then a Titania pours a spirit into a shoe, two.
and takes down from a tree three a heart-shaped love box of chocolates to give to Bottom. Four is door, which is being hammered at by fairies, who then fill a purse purge with honey, hive. Finally, the fairies, who are being called, beat a PC with a stick, before covering it with frozen peas and blossom and cobwebs, while a moth alights. On a mountain of M and M's, livery covered with mustard. So our scaffolding or framework of the speech is one, wood, two, spirit, three, love, four, fairies, five, purge, and six, PC. M and M. Now, relax and check that you can successfully remember the framework of that speech. In the next podcast, I will make suggestions for how you can remember all the subsidiary words to fit into that framework. And remember, if you go blank, just think what number comes next. And what picture you have against it? Use it or lose it. I look forward to seeing you next time.